This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Our sponsor this half hour is Jace Medical. Jace is helping pay for all of the overhead for the Blaze by sponsoring these, and we appreciate uh, their sponsorship. Jace is a company that I believe in so much. Drug shortages have hit a record high. They just did in December. Right now, there are 295 vital medications that are not readily available everywhere they should be in this country. That means things as basic as amoxicillin. Amoxicillin, it's better. I mean, that's, I mean, didn't that come out like in 1810? <laughs> I mean, amoxicillin, you can't get it. That's why Jace is here. Get the Jace case, J-A-S-E, uh, medical.com. Get the Jace case. Personalized emergency kit contains five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections, but you can change them out depending on your family. Like my daughter is allergic to amoxicillin, so she needs something else. You can make this completely personalized, including including uh, including all of the things that your family takes, and you can have a year's supply. Please be prepared. Go to jacemedical.com, jacemedical.com. Make sure you use the promo code BECK at checkout and you get a discount. Welcome to the program. We are going to run down just the headlines um, because there are so many stories that you need to know. And maybe you haven't subscribed to our newsletter yet, but there's a ton of stories that all need just to be touched on so you're aware of them. So we go there next and we begin with the border and Carrie Lake. All coming up after 60 seconds. I'm a big fan of the free market, as you know. I think the people who founded this country understood that the best way to exist in society was to strive toward a balance of freedom and moral responsibility. We don't need Christian nationalism. We need Christian civilization. That's all up to us, moral responsibility personally. One of the reasons I love partnering with Patriot Mobile, their mission is to passionately defend our God-given constitutional rights and freedoms and to glorify God always. That's their mission. That's set by having that, that sets all kinds of things in motion. For instance, 
We always do the right thing. We offer a great deal. We offer a great product. We don't hype things that aren't true, but it also sets a goal for all of the people that work there that in our off hours with our some of our profits, we go out and we help people save the Constitution. Why are you with any other cellular company? Patriot Mobile, the only Christian conservative mobile co- phone company, I think in the world, but definitely here in America. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code Peck. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or 972-PATRIOT. By the way, did you see the uh, latest that uh, that um, Joe Biden said that he is he's actually fundamentally changing the economy? Listen to this. Cut one, please. We have a big fight in front of us. We're fundamentally changing the economy of this country. And everybody's getting a little worried about it. The very powerful. Some are seeing the light. But changing the economy, taking it from an economy that takes care of those at the top. Oh, my gosh. And changing an economy that gives people who built this country a fair shot. That is the biggest lie I've heard they are fundamentally transforming the economy. We are moving away from a free market. We are going into a totally different public-private partnership that the elites, and you know this because you see it all the time, where the elites are the ones who make the rules. They partner with the government in ways you can't. The government protects them as long as they're doing what the government says. You can do whatever you want. But you need to scratch our back. We'll scratch your back. This is the literal definition of fascism. You know, Hitler added all kinds of great things, you know, in fascism like, oh, I don't know, killing millions of people. But Mussolini didn't. Mussolini didn't round up the Jews and he was a fascist. Public-private partnerships. The government will direct who and what you make, what you sell, who owns the company, etc., etc. You can do all those things as long as you partner with the government. That's what's coming, and it only helps the rich. If we're fundamentally transforming this, and it's getting worse for the people who actually build the nation, do the work, and the elites are getting richer and richer and richer and more powerful. Well, then your plan, if that was your plan, isn't working. It's getting worse. All right, so let's just go through some of the, uh, and we're going to come back and talk about these at length, but um, the Arizona GOP chair has resigned. Okay, now this is Jeff DeWitt, the guy who, you know, was on that tape that we played yesterday where he's like, listen, Carrie, I'm just saying I got a call from back east and, you know, they can offer you a job. Just just stay out of the news for two years and then maybe come back then. You know what? I mean, really well paying jobs. I'm just saying it was so smarmy and so awful uh, that he resigned and he wrote yesterday in his resignation letter um, that uh, that he was going to resign. He wasn't planning on resigning. He said, I started the morning saying, you know, I'm in for the long haul. I'm going to fight this. He said, but 
I said things that I regret, but I, when I realized when hearing Lake's recording that I was set up, I believe she orchestrated this entire situation to have control over the state party. And it is obvious from the recording that she crafted her performance responses with knowledge that she was recording it. Of course. Of course. That's obvious. You're not going to you're not going to have. First of all, he, she couldn't uh, orchestrate what you were saying. Right. But she was orchestrating what she was saying. I want to be very clear here. Well, we're all always on? orchestrating what we're saying. Yes. That's part of what the brain does. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, you could argue her motivation. Maybe it's not to take control of the Arizona GOP, but everything else he says is obviously true. She recorded it. It seems like she knew uh, she was recording. She it. She knew she was recording it. Right. Um, I don't think she obviously released the recording or someone released the recording. It's obvious Still? that it was. Let me ask you something. Yes. We've been in situations before with mm-hmm. former employers where we have had the conversation. Why don't, why don't we just take a phone in and just hit record? <laughs> well, I think everybody's had that thought. Right. I right. don't do it because no, I, I, I but think it's if you think that you strange. are dealing with somebody who's grimy, mm-hmm. okay, um, you have these conversations and tape them just for, you know, insurance policies. It does happen. I, right. I, I understand why people do it. Now, normally, now his point in this letter is that he thought they were friends. <laughs> now, I don't know. I mean, maybe he did think that. And if if you're, you know, you're, you're not my friend, if you're if you're. Um, suggesting a multi-million to me, dollar job yeah that you, <laughs> I don't know, that you kind of are become totally unethical <laughs> no abandon your principles hey Stu, mm-hmm. as your friend i'm just saying heroin is really re- you've never had anything really heroin. well you as a friend try that if as, i'm just saying that as a friend now i can get you some i don't but I got some calls down south. Is this real? Or are we or are we still doing a bit? Uh, no, I, no. We I, are recording this. Man. Yeah. I, look, if you're friends with someone, you wouldn't you wouldn't treat them this way. I, I think what's clear here is maybe he did believe he was friends with Carrie Lake, but Carrie Lake did not believe the same. Correct. Correct. <laughs> I think that's what we're, we're detecting out of this relationship. Correct. Now, look. So this is what he says. Um, uh, Lake's team gave me an ultimatum. Resign today or face the release of a new, more damaging recording. Hmm. I'm truly unsure of its contents. Now, is that because you had lots of conversations that were worse than this? I said all sorts of crap. I have no idea which one she's going to release. Right. I'm truly unsure of its contents, but considering our numerous past open conversations as friends, I've decided not to take the risk. I'm I'm resigning as Lake requested in hope that she will honor her commitment to cease her attacks, allowing me to return to the business sector, a field I find much more logical and prefer over politics. Dude, you were the head of the GOP in Arizona. Really? And getting into business? We don't need any more tapes. They they were struggling when you got in. They had a million dollars. I think they're in the hole now, $55,000. So business, probably not the thing for you either. But, Do you think um, that she will honor that? You know, Was her goal just to get him res- to resign, or was it more of I don't making- know. I, 
I, I have to tell you to the campaign and all these other things. I mean, I would hate to, you know, I would hate to destroy a man. Um, but I mean, if your goal is to root out uh, corruption, if because what he, this recording does, it's not about just DeWitt. It's more about the call from back east. That's if that's true, right? We don't know, obviously, if that's true or if he's trying to, you know, suggest this himself, trying to make it true. But oh my god! Well, we don't know. We we don't have no yeah. evidence yet, other than yeah. just we have we have an indication that it would be interesting to know, and yeah. we should look into it. There's no doubt. Yeah. The question, I guess, is though, if you've, you he obviously knows he said a lot of other stuff that <laughs> would get him in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Um, if and, you said I've got a lot of tapes on me. You know, and believe me, I do. <laughs> I, you know, I would be like, okay, Uh-oh. I got it. Right. And I would come out and say, there's many things that we talked about. I don't know what he's claiming he has. And, yeah. you know, we've been friends for a very long time. And there might have been jokes that went back and forth or whatever. Knows, but right. I've never done anything wrong. Bring it on, brother. Bring it on. Maybe. I mean, I think there's also a path of like, oh, gosh, I don't know what she has. I'll step down. And you said if her goal is to root it out, is him resigning rooting it, it out, out? Right. Like that might be so. enough for her. Um, and, and of course, if that's the promise she made, she probably should honor it. But on the other hand, that doesn't mean you don't look into what happened with the back east call. Yes, that's still a big part of yes. this and, and, and largely more important than uh, what's going on at the Arizona GOP, right? Like if this stuff is happening to the Arizona GOP, it's happening probably in every single state. And it would be nice to know the background of this. How does this happen? What are the mechanisms that are making these decisions for uh, for our local politicians, mm-hmm. the ones that we're supposedly mm-hmm. voting for, supporting? Who's controlling the back end of that process? That yeah. would be nice to know. So I was going to do, you know, a whole rundown of all the news, um, but I don't think we're going to be able to get there because uh, that was story one, number one. That was good, and, though. Uh, yeah, it was really one. good. It was very good. Very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the next on our list is what Governor Abbott said uh, yesterday. And... Jeremy Boring tweeted out, this is probably the biggest constitutional crisis since the Civil War. I think he's right. Mm. I think he's right. Now, we've got like about a hundred of those going on right now. But this one is based in the Constitution. Uh, What Abbott said yesterday is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, And he is constitutionally correct. The Constitution says that the government, the federal government, has control of the borders. However, if the federal government is not doing its job, a state can uh, declare an invasion and take care of it themselves. Now, we've had five states join on and say, yep, this is an invasion. And so the Constitution allows the state to override any federal uh, enforcement because the Constitution says if the government's not doing its job, then the state can say this is an invasion, which clearly it is, gang. And the state has control because the feds lost control of it and lost their ability. That makes total sense. It is clear that the Constitution is not a suicide pact. 
if the federal government is not doing its constitutional duty, then the state has a right if it's an invasion. Now, let me ask you this. Do you remember at the beginning of this? Do you remember when he first got in and all these people started flooding in and how the media kept shouting, this isn't an invasion. This is not an invasion. That's crazy. People who are saying this is an invasion. It's not an invasion. Hey, you know what? This isn't an invasion. Look at that. Sure doesn't look like an invasion to me. And I thought it was really weird that they kept bringing this up and they were pounding over and over. It's not an invasion. I'll tell you that right now. They knew. They, I'm not saying that the press had any idea, but somebody was directing the press to make sure they were like, hey, anybody says this is an invasion, you got to hammer that. Because that's just dangerous talk. Because that's how they framed it. No, it wasn't dangerous talk. It was constitutional talk. Somebody very powerful and influential, maybe groups of them in some administration, maybe the administration of the Southland Corporation, you know, they do, they do, you know, a little bit of 7-Eleven and then they also have invasion talk. Uh, and somebody said, quell the invasion stuff. Make sure that's stamped out. And now you know why. And now you know why. Because if it is an invasion, the states can protect themselves. This is going to be quite interesting. It's going to be fun to watch, isn't it, Stu? Oh, it's going to uh, be very interesting to see how this plays out, Glenn. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I could get upset about it, you know, or I could touch grass, uh, you know, just to reroute myself, you know, uh, or I could just say, huh. Nothing I can really do about it. It's going to be interesting and kind of fun to sit back, eat some popcorn, and watch this whole thing unfold. So that's where I'm at. More on the uh, on the letter uh, and the other states' responses and what the Democrats are saying at the top of next hour. Stand by. Taking one-minute break, Lynn wrote in about her dog's experience with rough greens. She said, I tried the trial size to see if it really would help. With the trial size, she said, I noticed a significant change in my dog within a week. She's an older dog. She had many issues through her life. At first, I noticed the change in her eyes. She was more alert, and her eyes were bright and wide open. I should try this. I ordered it again, and I'll be giving it to my other dog. Hopefully, it'll do some good for him as well. It's a great product. Thank you, Rough Greens. Uh, Lynn, thank you for trying it. Um, The one thing I noticed immediately was my dog would race to the bowl and lick it clean. That was phenomenal. That was for me worth the price of admission because I couldn't get our dog to eat uh, for years. But then, and it might've been in the first week and just seeing it, just him running to the bowl, he became much more active, much more spunky, always wanted to play. Uh, I mean, it gets to a point where it's obnoxious. It's like, Drop that ball. I'm not playing with you today. I'm busy doing other things like watching this limited series on Netflix. Okay. I'll take away your rough greens if you don't learn this lesson. Anyway, maybe that's just me. If it's good for your dog, it's most likely in rough greens. And Lynn says the same thing about it that I do. 
get the uh, just get the trial bag. It's free. You just pay for shipping and feed it to your dog for about a week. If you got like one of those little rat dogs, you know, the little that thing probably lasts you a year. Anyway, roughgreens.com slash Beck. Or you can call 833-GLEN, G-L-E-N-N-33. 833-GLEN-33. They're going to give you your first trial bag for free. Call them now or just go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. I had Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick in studio uh, last night. Um, he, the Lieutenant Governor is also the head of the Senate. Uh, and he's, you know, he's pretty Alamoed out, you know, uh, he's like a real Texan. And I, uh, I, I asked him, I said, is Greg Abbott, is he from Texas or is he like me? He just got here as soon as he can. And he said, both of us are, you know, not originally from Texas, but we've lived here for a long time. And I'm like, he said, why? And I said, because, you know, Florida is showing Texas up here. Now, this statement that our governor gave, this, the thing that you have to understand about Greg Abbott is he's an attorney. He's a lawyer. And because of that, he's very slow and methodical, like really slow, like three years slow. Um, but he's when he moves he takes big steps uh and i think this one is a huge huge step the press and the left they're crazy about this um but we talked about the border what texas was going to do what they're working on all of the things in last night's episode of of glenn tv you want to watch it uh if you're a blaze subscriber you can you can see it at any time on demand but also if you go to YouTube and my channel, or yeah, I think it's youtube.com slash Beck, you can see it while it lasts, while it lasts. Um, all right. Some of the other things that are in the news today that I think are kind of worth uh, looking at. Um, Biden is now looking at backing out of Syria. Did you hear this? 900. Uh, troops in Syria, and they're all being attacked all the time by, you know, Iran, basically. We're in a proxy war. And uh, so, you know, he thought, you know, maybe we should pull our troops out of there because then they won't be attacked. And I thought to myself, oh, my gosh, that was a really good idea when Ronald Reagan did it in Beirut. Oh, wait, no, that's what taught Osama bin Laden that we would budge and that's what brought down the World Trade Center. And those were his words, not mine. Maybe that isn't a good idea to pull out uh, in Syria. I mean, I'm going to leave it in his hands because what we did in Afghanistan. He's on top of this He stuff. is on yeah, top of it. You're right. Just you trust know. him. Just trust and, him. Biodynamics uh, is working. Butt cancer guy is even back yet. Uh, Glenn Beck. Because he makes good decisions as well. Um, all right. Stu's looking at me like, I don't even know who that is. Oh, yes, you do. 
Um, all right. Realestateagentsitrust.com is our uh, sponsor right now. Say you want to sell your house. The idea sounds simple. Guess you've never done it before. If it sounds simple to you, you're like, oh, you know what? That'll be fun. No, it won't. Let me assure you nothing about except cashing the check. Nothing about that is fun. It's the same with buying a house, especially right now. If you don't have the right real estate agent who is really on his or her game, you can really be in for a very long and horrible experience. I don't know. I can't generally stay in one place for very long, so I've bought and sold houses and always on the losing end of the deal, usually because I lose my job in a recession, and we have a lot of those. But anyway, years ago, we started realestateagentsitrust.com, and it was out of my own frustration. I don't know how to find the right real estate agent. We do it now. We'll pair you up with the best real estate agent in your area. It's uh, We're not charging you anything for it. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now. Oh, there are so many things uh, going on with our open borders, uh, you know, and you know what, before we go on, let me apologize for something, because when I say I made a mistake, you know, I'll always tell you first. So let me start the uh, let me start this segment with a with a deep apology. You know, we've been playing this um, this uh, clip of the Middle Eastern uh, migrant who says, like, you know, soon you'll know who I am. Do we have that clip? Can we play that, please? You are smart enough, you will know who I am. But you are really not smart enough to know who I am. But soon you're going to know who I am. Okay. Very now, I immediately jump to a guy coming across our border, sounding Middle Eastern with that kind of arrogance. I immediately go, you know, our government can't vet you. Uh, he sounds like a terrorist. How bigoted. How unbelievably bigoted, how, how hateful of me, you know? What if he's not an Islamic extremist? What if he's the guy who Joe Biden has been waiting for because he has the cure for cancer? Because, you know, we've been waiting now three years. Joe Biden said he was going to cure it in his term. Uh, and this guy's, you know, he has the answer, but he's sitting over in Iran. It's not easy to get the president on the, it's not even easy to get a phone call from Iran to the United States. You know, he could be beheaded. Hey, what are you doing calling uh, the United States? I got the cure for cancer. I was trying to get it to him. So he can't, he, he's got to be quiet about it. He's trying to get across the border because you'll know his name. He said, you know, you're not smart enough. I don't run in the cancer doctor circles, so I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that, is that even, I mean, why wouldn't I jump to that? It's cancer we're talking about. Of course he comes across the border illegally. Legal immigration takes so very long, you know, or maybe he's, you know, one of the best, you know, shawarma chefs out there. Okay. You know, yeah, he's, possible. he's making that meat and he's probably from France. I heard his accent, and I immediately think the guy's from the Middle East. Have you been to France lately? Most French people now sound like that. I don't know what happened to the accent, but they all sound like that. And I immediately say, oh, he's from the Middle East. No, he's probably from France, and he is a great 
shawarma chef guy. And he's like, I'm the next Gordon Ramsay. And here you are calling me a racist uh, and a terrorist. I know who the racist is and I don't know who the terrorist is because you're, you're saying this simple shawarma chef from France is, what if he's the world's best chess player? I didn't, that didn't even occur to me. World's best chess. Remember what he said. If you're smart, you know who I am. Now, it takes a lot of smarts to be a chess nerd. You know what I mean? Uh, and, I, you know, I don't know. But if you play competitive chess, you better watch out because in the end, to you, he probably is a terrorist. Murdering pawns and kings and rooks left and right, higgledy-piggledy, diagonally. You know, he's coming for you. Uh, or, or this. Did you notice how melodramatic he was? When he's like, you are not smart enough to know. Soon you will know. It's like Mr. DeMille. I'm, I'm ready for my close-up. Maybe this guy's a great, I don't know, dancer or actor, you know. And he's just trying to get to Broadway or Hollywood. I mean, he's probably a great actor. You know, and practically the face of DEI. I can guarantee you the next Netflix show, that's probably who this guy is. Next Netflix show or Broadway musical, we'll all know his name. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. How did I not remember? Don't you know who I am? I mean, I think that shows how bigoted I was. I should have known and remembered. Soon you'll know my name. Oh, my gosh. Fame. So, wanted to start with the apology. Uh, <laughs> it's good, to, it's good to, to start with that, to let people know. Hey, uh, I'm not perfect. No. We make mistakes, and, yeah. and now we have a chess-playing uh, dancer. Dancer. Swarma chef, chef. Who cured cancer. And, right. And they're here. And, and he's thank, definitely thankfully. French. So Well, yeah, obviously French. Yeah, clearly. I mean, how did I miss that French accent? Anyway, um... The uh, GDP report is expected to show the uh, U.S. economy at kind of a crossroads like, ah! or it's getting better. One of the two. Uh, and that's coming out today. Um, it it mm- did come out, didn't it? I think they're saying that the, the annual rate was something like 2.5. The fourth quarter was 3.3% growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for the year, I believe it was 2.5%. Oh. So one economist calling that stellar. Stellar. Stellar? Like, what? Where mm. have our expectations gone that 2.5% yeah. would be stellar? Yeah. But apparently, stellar yeah. is how we're supposed to think of that. So Bidenomics is working. Is Glenn. working. Well, they're actually saying uh, Bank of America said, you know, this is it, the economy is uh, slowing. Um, and, you know, that's because consumers are out of money. Uh, and so, you know, they, they're just running out of money and they're running out of space on their credit cards. So it is slowing. However, however, Goldman Sachs came out and say, you know, if we look at the full year GDP, uh, you know, and we're at 2.8, what they think is really happening is, no, we're not collapsing. Yeah, nobody has any money or anything. But the government the federal, state, and local governments are spending so much that, uh, you know, the Q3 growth was a full percentage point up. And uh, that was because of government spending. So, and you know, when the government spends money, oh, that is sustainable, you know? 
it can they can just keep spending it and that creates jobs and they're making a great product of um uh well they're making things and uh and that's really great by the way since the government got involved in our health care which has been oh i don't know forever um you know the goal of the obama administration was to fundamentally transform america and they had to do it they had to start with health care because things were out of control remember you'd have like a three to five percent increase you know and you'd be like this is crazy and so obama stepped in and he gave us obamacare because we were gonna save all kinds of money um but uh hmm the state of new york's public health cost has increased uh now 48 billion to 109 billion but that's just from 2019 to 2023. So the, uh, the, the health costs uh, for New Yorkers is now up 78% in the last three years. So I don't think that's... Uh... Also in the show prep today, you will see that the uh, European Central Bank is asking the banks to monitor social media for early signs of bank runs. Now, this is something we told you about two years ago in uh, one of the, I think, the first book of uh, the uh, World Economic Forum and ESG. They were saying that they'll have to shut down people who are giving you mis- and disinformation about what was happening in the economy, even if they were right, because they could upset the balance uh, of things and they could cause bank runs. So... Now, uh, social media, because it can amplify shocks to liquidity, and that's what I think about social media all the time. I think, man, the shocks to liquidity that could come at any time. So they're now monitoring, not that the banks are having any problems. No, 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 they're not saying that. They're just saying, look out, because somebody could start a bank run. Why would they have any problems in the middle of a stellar economy, Glenn? I don't. I know. Uh, you know this is how people crazy don't understand it. They don't understand. Theories, right. I wish they just understand that their financial <sighs> future is so much more bright than they understand yeah. at this point. Yeah, that's the that's the problem with all these people. By the way, uh, the gu- the, uh, the mayor of New York, he is great. He's just declared a new environmental crisis, and. Uh, you're thinking, what, could the world get hotter than it is already? Oh, yeah, sure it is. But there's a new environmental toxin that is out there, and it's uh, social media. Hmm? <clears throat> hmm? Now, I can't stand social media, but I, how is it an environmental toxin? Uh, because it's in the environment, you know, it's out there in the environment. And yeah. who else is out there in the environment besides everything? Uh, people. And especially children, the most vulnerable. Do you not care about children? No, no I, I care so about they're, children. So they're breathing in this environmental toxin uh, every day, and it's making them sad and depressed. And uh, quite honestly, these social media companies are predatory, just like the banks were. And they're, they're deniers, too. And so it's an environmental toxin, and uh, it needs to be regulated. Just that doesn't this doesn't highlight at all an example of why these rules get misused 
right? Like, no, this isn't a, an example of like, well, what if we don't like something? We call it a toxin. Is it in the environment? Sure. Let's let's regulate it. Hey, the environmental crisis is expanding. Mm. OK. And I hate social media. I hate with social every media. fiber of my everything being. Everything he said about social media. I'm fine about with. not giving it to kids. Yeah. You know, holding these companies accountable. I'm 100 percent. But an environmental emergency, and it's a new environmental toxin, uh, which has done more damage than acid rain could ever have. I mean, well, the earth was destroyed by acid rain, but we, we struggled through it, and we mm. rebuilt the earth. Um, Somehow. But now, a new one. That's, uh, that's fun. Things can be both boring and important, right? And I think we've forgotten this recently. Boring and important are an important in intersection in our lives. Mm -hmm. And process falls right in the middle of that. Process is boring, but it's important. So when you decide, I don't like social media, you don't retroactively reverse engineer a something that might kind of fit into some law to get it done no matter how, how you want to. You have to follow the process and the law to get to the outcomes that you want. And sometimes the process and the law won't allow you to have what you want. Hmm. Sometimes if you really want student loan debt to go away, you what can't if I have make, it. What if I make a public-private partnership with mm. like everybody in the media? Oh, no. You know, and the banks. No, you still have the Constitution that stands in the way. Yeah, that old dusty thing. We got to get rid of that. Yeah, that is... You know, it's, an, it's another environmental toxin, quite honestly. Uh, quite honestly. The Constitution is an it, environmental toxin. It's in the right. environment. It's old. It's dusty. Oh, yeah. Think you of the breathe dust in, you're yeah. breathing in when you go see that damn mm -hmm. thing. Uh, That's that, We can get this all thrown out if we could just figure it, that out. Is it in the environment? Yes. Of course it is. Of course it is. Is it toxic? Yeah. Dust is toxic. It's at super level. Almost everything is toxic at some high level. Right. Water is toxic at some high level. So. So just ev everything is, is water part of the environment? Damn right it, it is. is. Damn right it, it is. is. Let's, Let's ban, ban water. Ban water. Ban water. Okay. Let me tell you about uh, Tunnel to Towers. Uh, out of the ashes of the 9-11 tragedy, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has risen to the challenge of supporting America's fallen, injured, and homeless heroes and their families. Are we too sarcastic? I mean, I'm not being sarcastic about this. I'm just wondering, are we too sarcastic? Because I sensed a little there in that, well, the whole, like, last 50 minutes. Anyway, uh, Gold Star Fallen First Responders... They get smart homes. They have homeless veteran programs. They honor the sacrifice made for us by those who risk their lives for us and our freedoms, whether they're on the front lines overseas uh, or in some country that none of us know we're actually fighting a war in, or maybe they're just fighting a war and they're a, they're a cop and they're fighting a war on the streets of America and they, they die on, on duty. These people need to have their families taken care of. That's what Tunnel to Towers does. It's on a mission to do good. America's heroes are counting on you, and 95% of every, 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to the program. That's a really good uh, bang for the buck. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. You know, our government doesn't honor, they dishonor so many of the sacrifices. Let's be a part of the solution. 
T, the number 2T.org. T2T.org. Get even more, Glenn. Subscribe to the Glenn Beck Podcast anywhere podcasts are found. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know, can I just uh, rant on what was one of the greatest companies uh, in the world? Boeing. I grew up in the Seattle area, and my grandfather worked at Boeing. He was a, a machinist um, and the union shop steward, believe it or not. Uh, my uncle was one of the executives on the uh, final inspection team, uh, and he was re- Relentless, and he used to always tell me, "Do not fly on any plane other than a Boeing." He said they're the best in the world, and we have high safety standards. Now, with that said, he also never flew on a plane. He was like, "I see them put together. There's no reason they continue to fly." Uh, so he never flew on a plane, but he was part of the team that did all of the safety inspections uh, throughout the process, and. There was great pride in our family with working at Boeing. Boeing has become this woke piece of crap that just wants to make money. And they have people running the company that are not engineers. Now, I don't know about you, but I think flight requires some pretty smart engineering And they just went for the money and woke. And they have destroyed this company. Federal Aviation Administration Wednesday halted Boeing's planned expansion of its 737 MAX aircraft production, cleared a path for the manufacturer's MAX 9 to return in service in the coming days. Uh, But Boeing is done. Unless there's a fundamental transformation of Boeing, that goes back to the basics of engineering. They will wipe this uh, company, this legendary American company, wipe it off the map, and it will forever be a joke. Wake up. The Glenn Beck Program. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it... a real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Bam.
Hello, America. Texas is facing another Alamo. And who will come to her aid? We're in a constitutional crisis. And the left is blaming Texas. Mm, not so fast, according to the governor of Texas. Have you read the Constitution? We'll give you all of the details on what's happening and what it means in 60 seconds. This is the time of the year when everybody's looking to get their finances in order. Not only are taxes right around the corner, but things are just more difficult. Uh, the frightening inflation constantly nibbling at your bank account. Here's the thing, you don't have to take it lying down. There is some great news for homeowners in the form of interest rates that have dropped and now are in the fives. That's a lot lower than they've been for a really long time. And if you've been buried in high interest credit card debt, this could be the chance to break free with American financing. They can help you access the cash in your home to pay off that debt. Last year alone, their salary-based mortgage consultants helped customers from this audience save an average of $854 a month. That's like giving yourself a $10,000 raise. And if you start today, you might be able to delay two mortgage payments. No better time to start than right now. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440 or go to AmericanFinancing.com. Net. NMLS 182334, APR for the rates in the five starts at 6.275% for well-qualified buyers. Call 800-906-2440 for details about credit costs and terms. All right, let me, uh, let me tell you what's, what's going on. Greg Abbott yesterday wrote a letter uh, to the American people and to uh, the president and uh, defined his authority. Uh, and the authority of the United States. So here's what he wrote. Let me give you the whole letter uh, from Governor Greg Abbott, January 24th, 2024. The federal government has broken the compact between the United States and the states. Yesterday we were talking about on this program, uh, is the Constitution a suicide pact? You know, you joined in and you said, oh, these are the laws. And states didn't want to join. And when they didn't want to join, they said, okay, what's your problem? Well, I don't believe you're actually going to, you know, hold these rights. I don't believe you're going to hold the line. And so the first step was to add the Bill of Rights. And that was because the states were pushing back saying, I don't believe a federal government. They had just come out of the war with England, who violated every right. Let's restate these so we are very clear on the rights of the people, the rights of the states, and the shackles that are on the uh, government, the federal government. When it comes to the states coming in, they were afraid that because it was a, you know, a, a weak federal government, and the federal government in the Constitution has the responsibility to protect the borders. But the states said, but what happens if you don't? We need to have the authority to be able to protect our own border. Just in case somebody comes in and starts crossing our border and it's, a, you know, it's, an, uh, it's an invasion. Now, of course, they were thinking about an invasion of an army. 
But this is the textbook definition of invasion. If you look at what China planned to do to invade Russia, they thought if there was ever a war with Russia and they wanted to collapse Russia, all they had to do was send uh, a million people over the border on day one and have them all surrender. Day two, another million would cross the border into Russia and surrender. Day three, the, a third, again, three million people now, another million would cross the border, surrender. They said by the end of the week, our invasion plan of Russia would collapse Russia. Well, that's exactly what's happening. So he said, the executive branch of the United States has a constitutional duty to enforce federal laws protecting states, including immigration laws, on the books right now. President Biden has refused to enforce those laws and, have even, and has even violated them. The result is that he has smashed records for illegal immigration. Despite having been put on notice in a series of letters, one of which I, Greg Abbott, delivered to him personally by hand, the president has ignored Texas' demand that he performs his constitutional duties. President Biden, therefore, has violated his oath to faithfully execute immigration laws enacted by Congress. Instead of prosecuting immigrants for the federal crime of illegal entry, President Biden has sent his lawyers into federal courts to sue Texas for taking action to secure the border. President Biden has instructed his agencies to ignore federal statutes that mandate the detention of illegal immigrants. The effect is to illegally allow their en masse parole into the United States. By wasting taxpayer dollars to tear open Texas border security infrastructure, President Biden has enticed illegal immigrants away from the 28 legal entry points along the state's southern border, bridges where nobody drowns, into the dangerous waters of the Rio Grande. I always get that wrong. Is it right? The Rio Grande or Rio Grande? Uh, it's Rico Suave. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I thought. Under President Biden's lawless border policies, more than 6 million illegal immigrants have crossed our southern border in just three years. That is the population that is more than the population of 33 different states in this country. And that's the 6 million, not the 10. This illegal refusal to protect the United States has inflicted unprecedented harm on the people all across the United States. James Madison, Alexander Hamilton, and other visionaries who wrote the U.S. Constitution foresaw that states should not be left to the mercy of a lawless president who does nothing to stop external threats like cartels smuggling millions of illegal immigrants across the border. That's why the framers included both Article 4, Section 4, which promises that the federal government shall protect each state against invasion, and Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, 
which acknowledges, quote, the state's sovereign interest in protecting their borders. Arizona versus United States, blah, 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 blah. The failure of the Biden administration to fulfill its duties imposed by Article 4, Section 4, has triggered Article 1 and Section 10, Clause 3, which reserves this state to the right of self-defense. For that reason, I have already declared an invasion under Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, to invoke Texas's constitutional authority to defend and protect itself. The authority is the supreme law of the land and supersedes any federal statutes to the contrary. He is declaring the Constitution covers this. He's pointing out where it covers this, how it covers this, and that now the federal government has no authority because they failed to do their duty and he has declared an invasion. That authority is supreme law of the land supersedes any federal statutes to the contrary. The Texas National Guard, the Texas Department of Public Safety, and other Texas personnel are acting on that constitutional authority as well as state law to secure the Texas border. Sincerely, Greg Abbott, governor of Texas. So what does this mean? Well, it means a constitutional crisis because now we have a state declaring its constitutional right to protect itself and the government saying, you can't do that. Also, the, the uh, National Guard can be called out by a governor, but a National Guard is still under the authority of the president. So I don't know how that works, um, but there's plenty of Americans and Texans that will, you know, sign up to protect the border. Not vigilantes, but enough uh, security, enough police officers, former police officers that would go and, and join that um, if they were serious about stopping illegals from coming in. Now... Biden says, well, he just can't get the money. I just can't get the money. I, I, you know, I'd love to do it, but Congress won't give me the money to increase the number of. It's not about the number of border agents. It's allowing them to do their job. They're not babysitters. They're, they are taking their time and taking people to and fro to uh, NGOs that then put them on buses and ship them all over the country. Last night I did a TV show and they cell tracked the routes. And if you look at where these immigrants are going, mainly they're going back east, um, but the flow is incredible. I mean, it looks like a human body with the artery system and the veins. It is an invasion of this country. And everybody knows it. Sanctuary cities are saying, I, we can't handle it. It's going to collapse us. You as a state have a right, if the federal government fails to do its constitutional duty, which we all know it has, they failed to do it. This isn't a Trump problem. Trump had this under control. 
Biden came in in day one and completely uh, through executive order, order overturned everything that Trump had done. We saw it and it's only getting worse now. Our government through NGOs, public private partnerships, I showed you last night, it is stunning what the UN alone is doing and we're paying for it. They are intentionally moving people from South America, uh, Central America, and Mexico into the United States. This is all part of the UN and the WEF, which Joe Biden is fundamentally signed on for and leading the world. So do they have the right to do this? Well, Ted Cruz says, yep, DeSantis has signed on, and I believe there are four other states. Are there not? Uh, DeSantis said the Constitution really made states powerless to defend themselves against an invasion. It would never have been ratified in the first place, and Texas certainly a, a republic. You have to understand, we weren't a commonwealth. Texas was a republic. It was a country. It's the only one in the union. They had no reason to join the United States. They wanted to, but they needed to make sure. This is why Texas, the Lone Star State, has just a different attitude here. Because from the beginning, it's like, we'll join, but we're still Texas. Um, and they would have never signed on if they didn't have the right to supersede the government in protecting its borders if the government failed on their job. Um, so he's saying Texas is upholding the law while Biden is flouting. Um, we have five states because you can, in your state, join by declaring an invasion when you do that, then your state has the ability, the legal constitutional authority to protect itself. That's what needs to happen. Right now, everybody is just blaming Texas. What, what has Texas done? By the way, well, they got to stop. He sent like 200 buses. Do you, do you realize, do you not realize that your tax dollars are paying for buses every single day? That your tax, have you been to the airport lately? Have you seen people come in? They have no ID. They have no drivers. They have nothing, no identification at all. And they're being loaded onto the plane with you. You have to take off your shoes and your belt. You have to have the proper ID. You, you're on a list. All of this stuff. They just come up. Nobody knows who they are. But the federal government is paying for that, your tax dollars. So don't blame Texas. Blame the federal government. You have people that are overwhelming your city, and it's going to happen in all cities. It's Cloward and Piven. They're going to overwhelm the system. And unless you say no, no more, and you don't wait around for Washington to do it, unless your state declares an invasion, you're going to be overrun. 
This is the time for the states to stand together. The the Democrats are really not happy about this. I'll give you more in just a second. First, MyPillow is having a massive blowout sale right now. You're not going to want to miss out on this. MyPillow is so grateful for the support you've given their business over the years that they want to give back. Um, They can change the way you sleep. They've enhanced my life in uh, several ways. I'm wearing, I'm wearing the my pillow slippers right now. My, sl- I freaking love the my slippers. I love them. I went out. <laughs> They're amazing. I went out. We had some friends in town, and I went out to a restaurant that you know, this mm-hmm. fancy restaurant, and they make sure you know you can't wear this. You can't. You have to have this. And, and did you walk in with my slippers? I walked in <laughs> with my slippers, and I didn't say anything. And I'm like, ha ha. Now, I'm wearing slippers. I tend to wear them around the house. You're oh, wearing wear them, them out? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're comfortable. They and are. I'm at that point in my life where you're old enough, successful enough mm-hmm. that, you know, people will look and say, that must be cool because, I mean, he's doing that's it. That's not what people say about you, Glenn. I, no, you they say know. I'm crazy, but that's okay. fine. That's a different. That's fine. Okay. You know, uh, you know, hey, they called Einstein crazy, too. Actually, it didn't, but it makes me feel better at night. Mm-hmm. Anyway, take advantage of the free shipping, especially on the larger items such as mattress toppers, 100% made in the USA, on sale now for $99. Sarah, in the control room, <laughs> I saw you push a button and talk directly into his headphones. I don't appreciate it. Mm. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, the blankets, kitchen towels, dog beds, everything <laughs> is on sale now at MyPillow.com. Click on the Radio Listener Special Square to check out everything that I've mentioned and more on sale. Enter the promo code BECK at checkout or call them at 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. It's MyPillow.com slash BECK. 10 seconds, station ID. You know what? I don't care. I don't well, care well, what that people say. I, I just don't care. I, I well, that's I, that's I, what, I chart my own course, and that is a place of of aspiration for people. That you get to a place where you just don't care anymore. You you're wearing slippers to fancy restaurants. Your hair's a mess. You're wearing, you know, mismatching clothes. This is starting to get very specific no. here. Okay, uh, no, but I'm serious. That, no, and, and you get to that, and you. A part of this too is you just don't care if you offend people when you're having conversations. I with think them. that's the way we all should live our life. I really do. Like, yeah, we should not. You know, uh, I, I, you know, I, I miss being able to have some things that you dress up for. You know, the last night was not one of them. Hmm. But you know, there are things that you know, like weddings. My my brother yeah. came in in shorts and a flip flops to his niece's uh, wedding, and I'm like, dude, put a tie on. I mean, I have to go farther. Put some shoes on. Put some socks on. Put some pants on, and put a tie on for the love of Pete. It's your your niece's wedding, mm-hmm. and I think that there's some things. That, and I know that makes me weird at this point, but I don't really care. And I, I you know, it's really liberating when you just like. Sometimes I actually pick things to wear that I know don't match just to piss you guys off, just to go, <laughs> what the hell is he doing? 
Yeah, no, I mean, it's a multi-million dollar corporation, uh, you know, and it's a flagship <laughs> yeah. product uh, is hosted by a person who's intentionally putting things on camera that are uh, oh, no, objectionable to the eyes. Yeah, sometimes I that, that's, there's, there's no issue. Sometimes I, I, I you know, I, I feel bad about it, usually because I look at a TV monitor and I'll see me and I'm like, right. oh, my <laughs> gosh. But uh, I think we should all live that but way. There, I don't, yeah. You don't care. What you believe in, what you want to do, that, unless you're hurting somebody, that is the least of your worries. It's, it's le- the content of mm-hmm. your character. It's that a matters. legitimate superpower. It when is. You, when you don't care, because I don't care about it. I, I don't care about yeah. anything. And it's like, you just don't care about what other people say. It just frees you up to do so much. And the older you get, the more license you have. Uh, ah, it's just grandpa. Right. Ah, yeah. They don't care anymore. That. Yeah. Love that. That's why I should have had children at 13. <laughs> no, that's not a Wait. recommendation. <laughs> Glenn Beck. Sometimes you wake up in the morning and you step into the ring and life just knocks you down round after round. It's like that when you live with pain, especially when the pain is frequent and debilitating. Um, I know. When you're in the middle of it, it seems like there's just no way out. But I'm here to tell you. I started taking Relief Factor about five years ago to deal with my pain, and it absolutely gave my life back. It is a daily supplement that helps your body fight pain by fighting inflammation. 100% drug-free, developed by doctors to help reduce or eliminate pain. My hands work again. Over a million people have tried Relief Factor's Quick Start Kit. 70% of them have gone on to order it again and again. See how Relief Factor can help you. Their three-week Quick Start Kit. It's 1995 comes with relief factors feel better or your money back guarantee. So, what do you have to lose? Give it a try. Visit relieffactor.com or call 800 the number 4 relief 800 4 relief relieffactor.com. When you feel the difference, you know it works. blazetv.com slash glenn is the place to go to subscribe to blaze tv just use the code glenn 30 while you're there you'll save 30 bucks off your subscription to blaze tv welcome Welcome. This is the Glenn Beck program. I'm Glenn Beck, along with my executive producer, Stu Bergier. Yeah, Glenn. Have you seen this this clip from Joe Biden circulating? Uh, Which clip? It's the one where he walks into a wall 14 street. No, it's a uh, it's a clip of him from 2007. I want pudding on the other side of this wall. I want pudding. I want pudding. If you run into it enough times, you'll eventually yeah. get the pudding. That's, okay. that's true. <laughs> right. Um, but this is a clip from 2007 in one of the Democratic debates. When he, Remember, people do forget that he ran for president in 2008. Yeah, he ran um, like every four years forever. He, yeah, he ran a hundred times. But this one wound up resulting in his vice presidency. Uh, eventually under Barack Obama. But while he was debating, he was asked about sanctuary cities. And there's a couple things to understand and, and listen to in this clip. One is the incredible change in the way he sounds. and is, It's incredible. Yeah. You listen to old tapes, and I mean old, like five, even five years ago. He was a different man. A different man. And look, this is not 1984. I mean, you watch his initial Senate run, right, in 1972, I believe it was. Yeah. 
you hear him as a, obviously a much younger man, and he looks, he sounds sharper and more confident and all those things. This is 2007. It's not that long ago. And he sounds like a totally different person. That's number one. Number two is the position change. You'll hear uh, that he's has a, has a significant change of heart when it comes to sanctuary cities. Listen to this. Would you allow these cities to ignore the federal law regarding the reporting of illegal immigrants and in fact provide sanctuary to these immigrants? The reason the cities ignore the federal law That's him. is the fact yeah. that there is no funding at the federal level to provide for the kind of enforcement at the federal level you need. Pick up the New York Times today. There's a city not far across the river from my state that imposed the similar sanctions. And what they found out is as a consequence of that their city went in the dumps oh. in, in the dumpster stores huh. started closing everything what? started to happen wow. and they changed the policy hmm. part of the problem is you have to have a federal government that can enforce <laughs> laws this administration has been fundamentally derelict in not funding huh. any of the requirements that are needed even to enforce the existing so, law. senator biden yes or no would you allow the cities to ignore the federal law no okay Unbelievable. Now, this is consistent with what he said a couple of days ago when they asked, is the border secure? And he said, no, I've been saying that for 20 years. It's not secure. Give me the money. It's It's, sort of consistent to that because it's not just about money here. He says that they don't he he wouldn't allow. Right. uh, These cities to do this. Um, And he also blamed the administration. And when it was George W. Bush for not being able to control the border now he did say one of the reasons was that they didn't have enough money but uh he did not he did not say and that's why george w bush is not to blame for this problem he he said they were he was to blame for the problem Mm -hmm. Uh, and of course just saying that he would if elected president that's that's your current president saying if he was elected president he would not allow cities to become sanctuary cities and well, he's saying the good it coherently. News is, sanctuary cities don't want to be sanctuary cities anymore. As I mean, they're all he, like, as he outlined as in that he clip. Outlined, he yes, highlights a yes, city that became a yes. sanctuary city and had to reverse yeah. their policy because right. it turned into a dumpster and all their businesses were closing. You know, In and Out Burger, Glenn, yeah, has never permanently closed a location. That's how much people like it. Never. It's ne- once they've opened one, well, they just did. Never closed one. Until now. Yep. In Oakland, they are closing it because, not because people don't like their burgers, not because people aren't showing up through the drive-thru, it's because there, there's so much crime in the area, they, they can no longer keep it open. that they have had as many as 14 or 15 cars stolen in the parking lot every day. Like on a daily basis, they'll have six one day, Two one day, 14 the next. I mean, that's insane. And they're like, it's constant crime. Constant, constant. crime. Okay. Um, now, let me tell you about the constant crime that is also coming from the federal government. According to a new court now, this is something we've been talking about since 2021. The FBI went in uh, to a, uh, a safety deposit box place uh, in Beverly Hills. And a lot of people had their safety deposit boxes in there. Now, you don't want a safety deposit box where you're keeping cash or anything else. You don't want one. I, I thought that's, I always thought that was the safe place. To it put, used to be. It used to be. You put, you put whatever your valuables there. Until 2000, I think, eight or nine. 
um, <clears throat> and it came for your safety. Mm-hmm. Now, if there is a problem and the government, uh, the Homeland Security says that they think something is going on or there is a national emergency, the DHS stations somebody in the safety deposit box vaults and you can come in, but they want to see what's in there and can confiscate anything that's in your box. It's a national emergency. Okay. Uh, no, thank you. No, thank you. So these people in Beverly Hills were putting this in just not a bank, just in a place where safety deposit boxes were. The FBI found out that somebody might be using that safety, their safety deposit box for illicit criminal cash. So they went in with a warrant and they not only opened that person's box, they opened up all 700 safety deposit boxes. This was in a March 2021 raid. Um, It was wildly inappropriate. They then started, if you asked for the contents of your box back, they said, really? Well, maybe we should look into you. So some people just didn't want the hassle of the government. They didn't have enough in there, and they're just like, leave it alone. Okay? That, is, that is so bad. So bad. Um, and then uh, they did make the process hell for some people. And finally, the people got together and they sued. They just had their case in court, and the court said the FBI violated the Fourth Amendment when they were rifling through all of the contents of those 700 boxes and then didn't re- return stuff to them. Uh, they said they overstepped the bounds of its warrant issued in the case and failed to follow proper protocol when federal agents cracked open the safety deposit boxes. They ran the contents past drug-sniffing dogs and tried to seize some of the money and other valuables found in the boxes. That is a nice version of this. They did seize the boxes. The Ninth Circuit uh, ruling, Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. I don't know what's happened in the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. That's the California court. They, their ruling pivots uh, on a detail of the case that Reason was first to highlight more than a year ago. The existence of so-called supplemental instructions for the handling of the safety deposit boxes seized at the U.S. private vaults in Beverly Hills. The warrant authorizing the raid expressly forbade federal agents from engaging in criminal search or seizure of the contents of any other safety deposit boxes. So the boxes procedure was they cannot open them. This warrant forbade them to open any of them except that one specific box. Under typical FBI procedure, the boxes should have been taken into custody until until the rightful owners called and said, hey, you have my safety deposit box. It was not to be opened. It was not to be rifled through. Certainly, it wasn't meant for the valuables to be taken. The, The FBI is in itself stealing money and jewels and everything else from the citizens of the United States. They committed a crime. Um, They should have been returned to the rightful owners, but those supplemental instructions drawn up by the special agent in charge. Remember, uh, our uh, chief of justice is like, look, I don't make the rules. It's the special agent in charge. They, I mean, we didn't tell them to do anything. Special agent in charge. Again, somebody that you can't 
get to. Somebody's not voted on. Somebody you can't say, uh, okay, uh, we're going to have an impeachment hearing and get you out. No, no, no. Special agent in charge. And who can deal with that person? The person who just said, I told the special agent in charge to make all the decisions. So there's nothing you can do about it. So sick of that. So they were drawn up by the special agent in charge of the operation, and he told the agents to be on the lookout for cash stored inside safety deposit box and note anything that suggests that the cash may be criminal proceeds. In, it was particularly troubling, said the judge, uh, that the government was unable to provide any limiting principle on how far a hypothetical inventory search can Uh, conducted pursuant to the customized instructions can go. So when she asked, is there anything that you couldn't do? Mm, No. This is our government completely out of control. And I don't care. I don't care whose fault it is. Republicans, Democrats. This is dangerous for all Americans. Did you hear what happened uh, to Trudeau? Their Supreme Court ruled this week that what he did to the truckers in seizing their bank accounts and issuing that emergency order was unjustified and wrong. Is he going to pay a price for that? Now we find out the Trudeau government used fake intelligence to illegally frame the protesting truckers as violent extremists. So they had faked intelligence and they presented that as proof, knowing it was faked intelligence. Does this sound like a country that you want to live in? Does this sound like a country that protects its citizens? Or is it protecting what? The elites? And they can use and do whatever they want to get their way. Washington State, the House, just passed a bill that effectively bans natural gas and encourages equitable shifting to electricity. Suicide. This is suicide. I want you to hear me clearly. Just AI alone in the next three years will be an extra 25% of energy that is demanded. So take all of the energy that we have, all the electricity, everything that we have, add now a demand of everything that we have, our blenders and everything else, just for AI It's an additional 25% required electricity. We don't have it now. And now we're saying everybody should shift to electricity and away from natural gas. Suicide. Absolute suicide. You know, the biggest server farm in the state of Virginia. Now, what's in Virginia? I mean, you've got Amazon, you've got the Pentagon, you have the CIA, NSA, all of the server farms. I don't know which one is the biggest, but the biggest server farm in Virginia cannot expand for the next five years because they don't have the energy to be able to expand. They can't run another server 
because the state doesn't have the energy. How can you process and move forward if right now you not only have don't have the energy, you're shutting energy down? It's suicide. It is absolute suicide. By the way, Trudeau just also went after uh, wood-fired pizza ovens. So wood fire, coal, uh, oil, and natural gas. Hydrogens is too expensive. What's that leave you with? Solar and wind. Not going to happen. It's not going to happen. The best thing that is happening right now is all the car companies are waking up. Nobody wants these electric cars. Because if we put 25% of the people on the road in electric cars, the power grid cannot handle it. It's all starting to fall apart. Wake up. The energy, the real energy crush on us does not really kick in until next year after the election. That's when you'll really start feeling the crisis of electricity and energy. Sunday was the National Sanctity of uh, Human Life Day in honor of over the 65 million babies who have been aborted since Roe versus Wade became the law of the land. Well, thank God Roe is no longer the law of the land. But unfortunately, our job as members of the pro-life community is far from over because the Supreme Court didn't stop abortion like they'd like to have you believe. What they said is the federal government has no place in this. It should be left up to the states. And those states that currently are saying, yes, everything in abortion, they are going way farther. And on top of that, over 50% of all abortions are happening through the abortion pill. That's just being mailed directly to kids, to girls that are living in the house, don't want anybody to know. They take the abortion pill and they have the abortion in the bathroom of their house. That makes that traumatic experience they have to go into that bathroom every day after that. What is that going to do to their, to their minds and their souls? If you have the means, would you consider a leadership gift to save babies in a big way? Your tax-deductible donation of $5,000 will sponsor Preborn's entire network coast-to-coast for 24 hours, helping rescue 200 babies. To donate, dial pound 250, say the keyword baby, that's pound 250, keyword baby, or donate securely at preborn.com slash Beck. That's preborn.com slash Beck. Are opinions weighing you down? Call in and let it out. 888-727-BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So we know now that the state of Texas has gone serious, serious on the border. I mean, this is the nuclear button that they pressed. They invoked uh, the Constitution. There's somebody else that I want you to meet. Her name is Tammy Noble, uh, Nobles. Her, her 20-year-old daughter was horribly raped and killed by somebody, the the federal government allowed in and then shipped him out to Maryland, raped and killed. She's suing. 
The DHS now. Her story next. Program. So far, we've we've delved into quite a few stories. News of the day: uh, one, uh, Washington State just effectively banned the use of natural gas. Uh, the you know the electric car is going the way of the dodo bird because nobody wants to buy them. We don't have the energy to do it, uh, and we are already beginning to see the Biden administration the effect of what they've done to our energy. Unfortunately, you won't really feel the impact until really beginning next year. That's when all of these things are really kicking in and your price of, of energy is gonna go through the roof. Meanwhile, Biden said this, cut one, we're doing something to the economy. We have a big fight in front of us. We're fundamentally changing the economy in this country and everybody's getting a little worried about it. The, the very powerful. Some are seeing the light, but changing the economy, taking it from an economy that takes care of those at the top, and changing an economy that gives people who built this country a fair shot. Um, who's benefiting from this new economy so far? Is it you or is it the big banks, the corporations, the politicians, all the big guys? They're, they're raking the money in. And by the way, I don't think the people at Davos were freaking out, other than they're freaking out that it's all coming undone. Let's look at the border here for just a second. Everybody knows. Sanctuary cities are saying, uncle, 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 we don't want to be a sanctuary city anymore. And people are standing up not only in Texas, but Tammy Nobles, she is now a private citizen suing the DHS over her daughter's rape and death. It is an amazing story of a heroic mom standing up against the machine. She'll tell us about it in 60 seconds. First, when you buy clothing, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Is it the price, the brand? Maybe you think about the durability, how long the clothing that you buy is gonna last once you start wearing it. Here's something. Do you think at all about where it was made? The good news is, if your answer of any of those questions is yes, American Giant is for you. This is an American company making American products, period. <clears throat> every stitch of thread, every metal rivet, every drop of ink made and assembled here. We need to get back to the independent spirit of 
great American manufacturing and American Giant is doing their part. The cotton, the milling, the cutting, the sewing, 100% American. And that comes with American quality. You can buy cheaper, but you're going to get cheaper quality made by workers overseas who aren't paid a living wage. Or you can build, you can buy the quality that comes with American made that will last for generations. Great clothing, great prices, all American made. Buy American at American-Giant.com slash Glenn. That's American-Giant.com slash Glenn. Use my name and get 20% off your first order. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. It is my sad honor to introduce you to um, a mom, uh, a mom of Kayla Hamilton, um, Tammy Nobles. Hello, Tammy. Hi. Thank you for having me. You bet. Um, so, Tammy, tell tell me, you live in Norfolk, Virginia. Um, yeah. And... Uh, your daughter, tell me about her. Uh, Kayla was born on July 24, 2002. She was very loving and just so sweet. And she loved animals. She loved to help people. She just loved to laugh and just enjoyed life. The best, song that describes Kayla we actually played at her memorial was Cindy Lopper's girls just want to have fun <laughs> that is all she wanted to do was have fun and um, she had autism yes she had high functioning autism which was Asperger's but they don't use that term anymore so they put them all under autism Okay. and she was determined to you know live her life and 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 live independently and when she was working she had two jobs so she she was a good girl and she's living on her own and she's living in a trailer right yes they were renting a room in a trailer okay. her and her boyfriend and there was another family that they knew was living there there was an illegal, we found out later that there was a illegal immigrant who owned the trailers and she was renting out rooms. To other illegal aliens. Yes. And to regular, you know, to American citizens also. Right. She did not, I don't know if she knew that he was a minor. She more likely did not check. She did not check his criminal record or anything. She just allowed him to live there. Well, his, the, the murderer's half brother called her up and asked if she had any rooms for rent because the half brother could not handle him anymore. And she said, yes, we do. Oh my God. Um, and she picked Kayla's trailer and he was only living there for five days. So he was there before. for he was there for five days. Kayla just had celebrated a couple of days before her twentieth birthday. She yeah. didn't really know this guy, and um, he was an illegal alien. the uh, The government let him 
pass through. Didn't I mean it was pretty obvious he was not a good guy because he had visible MS-13 uh, gang tattoos uh, on his body. They were visible. Um, that's I mean that's the easiest way to find out. But they didn't stop him. In fact, they helped him get to um, uh, I think Maryland or Virginia. And uh, that's when he moved into the trailer. So yes, they, yeah, they did not verify his sponsor. They don't even know who they gave him to. It, um, Jim Jordan, Congressman Jim Jordan, did a report. They don't know if it was male, female, dad, aunt, cousin. Jeez. They don't even know who they gave this kid to, and they didn't even follow up because he had problems at the sponsor's home, and then he ended up living with his half brother. And had problems there and ended up with living with Kayla. Kayla and her boyfriend did not like him. They felt something was off and he would smoke pot in the house. And Kayla did not like that, but she never said anything because she didn't want to cause any issues. Um, and they were going to try to look for another place to live. But five days, it means you can't, you know, find stuff right. that quickly. So tell me as much as you can, stand what happened in July. So July 27th, I just got off from work thinking it was a normal day. And I get a call from Aberdeen Police Department saying that my daughter was found deceased consistent with the homicide that was like the worst news that a parent can ever get um she had been strangled there was a struggle and they found her on the floor of her on her bedroom floor they don't understand why but her hands were loosely um, tied in front of her and he used her iPod charger to strangle her. Um, she just got off the night shift and she was sleeping. Um, she always kept her, bath her, her bedroom door locked and he busted in there, broke into her room. I'm sure he scared her because she was sleeping. She calls her boyfriend and he grabs her iPod charger and he misses her neck, gets it around her face and the phone drops and goes to voicemail. And there is, I will never be able to mm. listen to the voicemail. Um, it was two minutes and 30 seconds of him strangling her and her struggling. Oh my gosh. And after he strangles her, he rapes her. And just after she's he, dead, after she died, yeah, he rapes her. Um, and he robs her of six dollars. And her phone is missing, we don't even know where her phone is. I don't know what he did with it. And he goes to lunch with his half brother, like nothing happened. He kept creeping around the trailer looking to see if anybody found her. And the boy, her boyfriend comes home from work like a normal day. 
and finds her on the floor dead. He uses his teeth to get the cords off. He thinks he could save her, but it's already too late. And the detectives were questioning him and everybody in the trailer, and her boyfriend pointed out the MS-13 gang member and said, that's our roommate right there. And he's still creeping around. And they didn't have enough to detain him, but they were questioning him. And they did ask ICE if they could hold him until the DNA evidence came back. And ICE just told them, no, we cannot. Oh, my gosh. So guess who gets to have him? Child Protective Services in Maryland. Child Protective Services told the detectives that they were going to put him in a secure location because they knew what he did, that he was a main suspect in a premeditated murder case. And when they went to go arrest him on January 14th, like in the evening, Um, well, finally they did get enough evidence back that there was DNA evidence Mm -hmm. and they went to go look for him on January 15th at the, um, they found out that CPS put him in an unsecured children's home with other children. Oh my God. They went, so they went to go get him at this children's home and the Texas were like, this is secured. Like there was no adults around kids running around. Come to find out they went to ask if he was there. One of the adults there was like, no, he's gone. And the detectives were like, well, where did he go? They had no clue where he was put. They had no record who signed him out or anything. Just someone just came and picked him up. They called his half-brother to tell him that, oh, yeah, we got some property of your brother's. Um, we would like to return to him. And they ended up arresting him at a foster home where CPS put him. Okay. I want to just take a minute to uh, get from there and now to the next part of the story, which is you are suing the Department of Homeland Security, because just, I mean, just even asking about the MS-13 tattoo, you know, didn't even happen. Uh, and they just let this kid come in uh, recklessly. And he's the, re- he, you know, he's the reason why your, your, your wonderful uh, daughter is, is no longer here. Um, and I want to talk to you about how this is coming about and, and, uh, you know, the odds of you winning that um, coming up in just a second. First, uh, what is your relationship to firearms? As an American, you have the right to keep and bear arms, but that right comes with a fair amount of responsibility. Not every situation where you have to protect yourself or your family calls for lethal violence. I think we just heard a story that uh, could have called for lethal violence. Um, Fortunately, with a Berna launcher, you can still maintain your safety. You just have other options that you wouldn't otherwise have. The non-lethal alternative to safeguarding your home 
that'll teach somebody a very painful but non-lethal lesson. It's legal in all 50 states. Permit or background check, not required. And it can be used by all age groups over 18. The Berna Launcher, it's powerful deterrent, has tear gas and uh, kinetic rounds. This is not pepper spray. This is tear gas. One shot can um, incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. Government agencies, law enforcement are now using these all across the country. I bought one for every member of my family. So all all my daughters, my son are safe. They can keep it in the glove box of their car or on their purse. It's Berna, B-Y-R-N-A, B-Y-R-N-A, at uh, Berna.com slash Glenn. 10% discount on your purchase, Berna.com slash Glenn. Save now. 10 seconds, station ID. Tammy Nobles is with us. She's talking about the loss of her uh, her daughter, Kayla, uh, at the hands of a 17-year-old illegal immigrant gang member, MS-13, uh, uh, and she is now suing the DHS over her daughter's death. Um, why are you doing that? I mean, I'm sorry to ask you that question. I, I'm pretty sure I know, but why are you decided to take on the government? I feel that they were responsible in the wrongful death of my daughter. All they had to do was lift up his shirt. They did not. Or make that one phone call to El Salvador to find out that he was a MS-13 gang member. He was on the list as MS-13 gang member, and he had a criminal record in 2020 for illicit gang activity. They did not check, so they didn't let the shirt. They didn't make the phone call. They didn't even have him go with the verified sponsor, and they just allowed him to go from Texas to Maryland. And I felt like I had a case. I felt like her death could have been prevented if they would have just followed the proper protocols. Yeah, and they didn't, and they failed Kayla. And now I'm without a daughter. I just want to see some change and I'm hoping for me to bring awareness and to show them that I'm not going to take this line down. My daughter deserves better. You filed a hundred million dollar lawsuit. You have good lawyers? Yes, I do. Um, he is actually in California. His name is Brian Claypool. Um, he is a civil rights lawyer. And he did research on it. Yeah, I, I hope he is one of the best uh, in the country. You've got quite a, a storm ahead of you, but you have a great case. And it is time that somebody stands up. And I think there should be more parents that join you that have lost their children uh, to illegals. Uh, I hope that people join you in your effort because it, it it's way beyond time that this stops. Um, you are trying to raise, I think, $10,000, uh, just to pay for the travel of the meetings with the prosecutor and, uh, you know, the Airbnb for the court case, which they say will take two to three weeks. I bet it goes on more than that. Um, you've already raised $3,700. Uh, 
Um, I want to give the audience, let me see if I have it here, give the audience the address. Just go to GoFundMe and type in Bring Kayla Hamilton Justice. Bring Kayla, K-A-Y-L-A, Bring Kayla Hamilton Justice. Um, Tammy, we're going to keep up with you if you don't mind and, and follow the case. And, uh, I, I can't tell you how ripped apart everybody on my staff that has heard your story. Uh, we are all just beside ourselves. We can't imagine being in your shoes, the worst nightmare for any parent. Um, but to know that our own government is responsible for it is just obscene, just obscene. Tammy, best of luck. Thank you for having me. You bet. Tammy Nobles, suing the DHS. She's not looking to get rich. She's just trying to raise money so she can travel and everything else for the attorneys and everything else. She just testified in front of Congress. Um, But the goal for her fundraising is $10,000. That's easy for this audience to do. If you find this a worthy cause, go to GoFundMe. Bring Kayla Hamilton Justice. Bring Kayla Hamilton Justice at GoFundMe.com. So what are you doing today to make sure that you've got enough emergency food stored up for yourself and your family? You know, in case things actually actually get worse than they already are. Disaster can strike at any time from any number of different directions. My Patriot Supply is the nation's leader in high quality emergency food, and they help provide peace of mind for your family. They'll help you prepare for the worst ahead of time. You don't want to be behind the eight ball on this one. You should still hope for the best, but you prepare for the worst, and then you let it go. You can get started today by going to MyPatriotSupply.com. There you can save $200 on an essential three-month emergency food kit. Over the years, My Patriot Supply has helped millions of American families prepare for these emergencies, and your family should be next. Eat right if things go wrong. These three-month emergency food kits from My Patriot Supply, 2,000 calories a day. They last up to 25 years in storage. Uh, get one, $200 in savings. Enough for each family. They deserve your protection. MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn to subscribe now to Blaze TV. Use the code Glen 30 and you'll save 30 bucks. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. It is Thursday. You know, I want to I want to bring something that came out a couple of days ago that I just didn't have time to share. And I I love this. I don't even know who Dean Phillips is, uh, other than he's a long shot Democrat challenger to Joe Biden. Congressman, uh, he's one of the people involved in the Talenti Gelato Empire. 
and the Belvedere Vodka Empire, which probably would be pretty good mixed. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Do you know anything about his his voting, his policies? He's he ran. He actually won in that district, which was a, a red district. He kind of turned it blue. Uh, he ran as sort of a moderate, more moderate. His voting record is very close to a standard Democratic voting record. Although one of the things that's notable about his, this run is there is obviously anti Biden energy on the left, right? Like there is a. I mean, you know, he did this anti or I guess pro-abortion, I was going to say anti-life, which is actually probably a better uh, way of it talking is. about it, but a pro-abortion uh, rally the other day, and he got interrupted 15 times, Biden did, during the speech, not by pro-life people, no. but by Gaza, yeah, ceasefire, geno- genocide. genocide, hey, let's kill all the Jews people. And uh, so there's energy on the left for this. And Phillips instead of trying to take advantage of that, has said, I, I don't agree with that. We don't. We shouldn't have a ceasefire. Like, he's been one of the more sane people yeah. on this. So, he's challenging Joe Biden. He's running uh, his campaign. Uh, and he tore in to the Democratic Party um, on primary day. Here's what he, here's what he said. He was in an interview on CNN. Um And the New Hampshire newspaper endorsed his campaign and he shared his conviction that Biden would lose in 2020 in a rematch against Trump and warned of a crisis of participation within the Democratic Party. He said, and I'm quoting, I have to tell you guys, I went to a Donald Trump rally a couple of nights ago. I'd never been to one. I had an event across the street. I saw the line of people waiting in the cold for hours and I thought, what the heck, you know? I'm going to be a leader who actually invites people, doesn't condemn them. Uh, he went in to say, I met probably 50 Trump people waiting in line. And every single one of them, thoughtful, hospitable, friendly, all of them so frustrated that they feel nobody's listening to them but Donald Trump. It was a very diverse crowd, people who had never been to a Trump event before, my party is completely delusional right now, and somebody had better wake us up. That's my job, I feel. So be it. So what he's saying is, A, he actually went to one with an open mind, and he stood in line. Here's a candidate running for the presidency, standing in line at a Trump rally, just talking to people. Now, I don't know if you've ever been to a Trump rally, and I'm sure that there are people that are bad guys. You know, there's like that in everything. But for the most part, the people that are going to Trump rallies are just that. They are people that feel like nobody's listening. Nobody is. Do you feel heard? Because it's so crazy. I can't imagine what you feel like. Because I don't feel heard. I feel like nobody is is really listening. They're hearing and then mistranslating. And they're making us into these horrible monsters. That's where the energy for Donald Trump is coming from. Because they don't feel heard. They feel like, um, I should stop saying they. I think many of us feel, including me, that nobody's listening, they're mistranslating, they're mischaracterizing us, 
they're calling us insurrectionists and everything else when we're the one who loves the Constitution. I pay my taxes. I try to be a good citizen. I give to charities. You know, I'm involved in my local community. Uh, I mean, I'm doing everything I was supposed to do. I start my own business. I, I'm an entrepreneur. I create jobs. And why is it that I'm the bad guy? Because I don't want 10 million illegals crossing our border in four years. I don't want a president who was not elected to fundamentally transform our economy and leave capitalism. That's what he's doing. That's what he said yesterday. But I didn't, I, I don't, I, did you hear that campaign ad from him? No, I mean, he was explicitly pitching a return to normalcy, normalcy. right? Like, hey, these things have been chaotic lately. I'll bring it back to normal. Is so it? That's, yeah, that's worked out. Is it? Now, I don't feel like anybody is listening, and I don't feel this is a Republican thing. I don't think anybody's listening to the warnings that are coming out every day about the FBI, the justice system, the court system, you know, the 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 corruption that is happening in both parties. You know, the fact that we send all of these people, we have all these elections, we elect congressmen, you know, every two years, we spend all of this money, all of this time trying to find somebody that we can believe in that goes, they go. And if they do, if they are who they say they are, they have zero effect. Why? Because nobody's debating on the floor of Congress anymore. Nobody's standing up and saying, Mr. Speaker, we've got to talk about this. They don't do that. Why? Because all the decisions are made by four mob bosses. The four heads of the Senate and the House. Two Republicans, two Democrats. They make all the decisions. And then they come in and say, you've got 12 hours. You've got five hours. You're going to pass it or you're not going to pass it. Why do we hire these people? They're so frustrated. I get calls all the time from people in Congress and the Senate, and they say, I don't even know why I'm here. I don't know why I'm here. Because the system is not operating like everybody says that, you know, you go to Congress and you make a difference. Can't. Because there's no debate. There's nothing. Everything's already decided. It's a show. I don't think that's a Republican kind of thing. By the way, I'm not a Republican. I, I, I really dislike the Republicans. Really dislike the Republicans. Um, not as much as I dislike what the Democratic Party has become, but I'm not a Republican. I consider myself just an American that knows the Constitution, not like Mike Lee knows it. I can't, you know, oh, well, that's an article. I don't know. I don't even, article, subsection, I don't But I know enough about it to know how it's supposed to work. And I, I just, I don't understand how we don't all feel this way. Is it because we've all just dug our heels in and we are so 
they on the left, they're so frightened by Donald Trump that they can't see beyond that. They're, they're in fight or flight. So there's no function of reason because they've been whipped up into a frenzy that he's the Antichrist. I can't say that because they probably many in the party would probably <laughs> want him. But, um, you know, that he, lead, he does lead the Democratic primary yeah, right now. Yeah. Yes. He, he is, you know, the living embodiment of Mussolini uh, and uh, Hitler. And everybody's freaked out. And so they don't think about it. And then, well, I was going to say on, on our side, but no, I, I, I mean, I, I, I don't think it's unreasonable. I, I don't think it's unreasonable to think things about Donald Trump, but you have no basis other than what happened on January 6th. And you can read that several ways, but let's just say he wanted to overturn. He and wanted to do it even if it was unconstitutional. Let's say that. He wasn't a dictator because his vice president said no, and the people in his own party said no. The problem with this president that we have now is the people in his own party are saying yes and even pushing it further. We don't get anywhere if we don't start. If somebody in Washington doesn't start actually listening to the people. And that's why people are so misunderstood if they're MAGA. MAGA, make America great again. Who disagrees with that? And it doesn't mean great like beat your chest, great. I mean, Donald Trump is that kind of guy. But that's, I mean, make America great again is something that we should all be working for and you interpret it your way. It doesn't mean let's rub the nose of everybody because we're the greatest of all time. It means there's some great things that have happened and come out of this country. You, you can't see that? You can see it. Um, a good example of it is we just had a guest on that was hoping to get to $10,000 $10, goal and is already at 22000 Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It's a great example of it. And by the way, it will go much higher than that. And, and you also can see it in Dean Phillips. I mean, here's a Democrat. I, don't, I probably don't agree with anything that he says. But he's at least a decent human being who said, I'm just going to go see it for myself. And then has the courage in today's environment to say, you know, my own party is wrong. You don't hear that on the left. You'll hear it on the left when they'll say, our own party is wrong. There's, they're, they're actually thinking it was a bad thing that Hamas came in and killed all those Jews. You don't hear people saying, you know what, I don't think these are bad people. It's amazing how the people who are in our streets saying this was a good thing that October 7th killing all those Jews, that was a good thing that that's reasonable. And the people who are just saying, I, I just, I, I want somebody to pause and look at what we're doing to our own country and they're good, decent law abiding citizens. 
how they're the bad guys. I, I'd love to talk to Dean Phillips, have him on, and not because I'm going to ever vote for, you know, uh, the party and Democratic Party the way it is, but I just at least would like to talk to a reasonable. De- he gives me faith that there are some reasonable Democrats. Anyway, sorry, Dean, I just killed your <laughs> chance. No but, chance. Yeah, no chance whatsoever. <laughs> but that's what I do. I'm here to kill people's, you know, political careers. Anyway, let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. Uh, it's Jace Medical. I have terrible news. A while back. I lost my guns, all of my guns, in a boating accident. Oh, gosh, uh, I think terrible. I've told you that before. Mm-hmm. Another um, boat? Is this a separate boating accident? or No, it's it, just that one. The one. Uh, every gun I had. But you could obviously by now probably have bought, repurchased. I was so scared about losing all those guns that I thought I maybe, because I boat. You know me. You're a big I'm boat, a, boatsman. <laughs> I'm a big boater guy. Big, bo- anyway. big boater guy, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, anyway, but then I get back on the boat. And I lose all my gold on the other side. And I'm like, I really should not be such a big boater guy, but it's in me, you know. So don't come to my house if there's shortages, because I'm not going on a boat anymore. And I've, uh, I also have my, my backup life-saving medications. And if I had guns, I'd stop you from taking those medications when there's panic in the street and nobody has any medications. But I lost all my guns and my gold. But personalized emergency medication so vital five essential antibiotics it which is which treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections that's the starter okay but it's customizable with dozens of add-on medications available you need heart medicine low you have high blood pressure um, my family needs seizure anti-seizure medication all of the stuff your family takes if there is a problem in and a breakdown of the system how are you going to keep your family going if you don't have access to this really important medication? That's where Jace Medical comes in. Jace Medical, J-A-S-E medical.com. Enter the promo code prepare to check out and you'll get a discount on your order. This is so well worth your time to at least check out. Go there now, jacemedical.com. The following content identifies as a commercial. Isn't that lovely? The Glenn Beck Program. We'll be right back. We're down, we're down to this again, uh, two days in a row. Listen, I was going to tell you about the uh, special we did last night on the border. I had Lieutenant uh, Governor Dan Patrick from Texas. He's the head of the Senate here in Texas and Lieutenant Governor. And uh, he was quite clear about what Texas is going to do and not do. And uh, they're not caving in to the federal government. And we discussed uh, Governor Abbott's uh letter to the president yesterday he is invoking the constitution and he's right on that so uh you can see that you know either on uh, youtube.com slash glenn beck or if you're a blaze tv subscriber it's available on demand anytime you want it i'm going to do this on studios america tonight as well when you're going to what is essentially turning into a constitutional crisis or at least a potential one i i 
I feel like it might be overstating it a little bit just oh, because I so. uh, just because I think the way this ruling came down, there is no disagreement. Like, Texas is not breaking any rules by doing what they're doing. No. They're following the ruling exactly. So that's in that way, it's not a constitutional crisis. But we we are, I think, at some level but on the verge of one. Abbott. Abbott uh, is going to go into a big fight with the federal government over this. Um, unfortunately for them, Constitution is on the side of the Texas, uh, the Texas uh, border security. Um, one other thing, the other constitutional crisis we didn't get a chance to talk about is Margot Robbie, uh, and uh, not being snubbed really for an Oscar for Barbie. The Glenn Beck <laughs> Program.